Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of 10 Things Friday, where we give you 10 things you need to know in the world of retail technology in the future. Uh, This is lockdown 4.0 edition for those of us in Melbourne, uh, Victoria, who have now um, entering another state of um, lockdown due to uh, COVID. Allegedly, it will be a week. Uh, where we'll be confined to one hour of exercise. I don't even know, two hours of exercise and uh, only going uh, five kilometres away from your home. Um, But here we are, uh, which it's actually the good side of this is it it forces us back into where we started this whole 10 Things Friday journey, Dim. And uh, here we are again, uh, going to chew the fat over what's happening around the world. Uh, How are you and how have you seen things? Good afternoon, I guess, to everyone, uh, all our uh, current and uh, uh, podcast and, uh, listeners. Yeah, lockdown 4.0, back in again. Uh, you could argue it's due to COVID, I'd argue it's due to sincere incompetence because sheer incompetence will bypass. It is now sincere incompetence. Uh, I have now coined uh, the new uh, term, uh, Victoria the COVID state, and uh, there will be new number plates coming out shortly. Um, for those that uh, are from far away, uh, Victoria was known as the garden state, and that was clearly proclaimed on people on cars' nameplates. Now it is Victoria, the COVID state. Um, we'll uh, come back full circle to the pandemic that to some extent continues to uh, dominate our lives in some form or another. I don't know about dominate, try to try not to be dominated by the pandemic, but in, in mysterious ways, it finds its way right back at us. I'll start with uh, what is an ongoing, uh, many years, uh, a feud between the world's most rich person with the world's second richest person. And of course, we're talking Bezos uh, versus Musk, who uh, recently surpassed Zuckerberg and Gates. So he is now the world's second richest person. So um, that's great, these things, isn't it? Like, I mean, you, you just kind of, you, you, you pay to make series of this stuff, you know, real life stuff. So um, Musk and Bezos uh, are at, at uh, loggerheads, that's a good expression, uh, where, you know, Musk runs SpaceX and Bezos runs Blue Origin and uh, haven't conquered the Earth. They are in, in uh, their uh, attempt to conquer the space. So uh, yeah. Yeah. SpaceX versus Blue Origin. I think tech-wise, Musk probably has a little bit of an advantage considering he's got several thousand satellites mm. already up there and... Uh, um, in, uh, in space, uh, bringing uh, fast internet to a whole variety of people. Uh, for those that are not following that, um, Musk's uh, satellites are actually under trial in country Victoria, the border mm. of uh, country Victoria, New South Wales in Australia. Yeah. Uh, and uh, reports uh, are pretty good uh, to the extent that uh, the performance of the satellite internet, the satellite provided internet, this is low, earth, low orbit satellites, 
Mm. He is better than NBN, but then you would say, well, that's not very hard. You're right. Um, uh, it's actually a very competitive, uh, very competitive offer. And if you're in the middle of nowhere anyway, and as we know, yeah. Australia is a pretty, pretty big place. Uh, Starlink um, actually um, delivers, um, delivers pretty well. It's still in development. And <laughs> to uh, close the story, it has half a million pre-orders. <laughs> just, just before the thing is even uh, uh, isn't even available, yeah, uh, it has half a million pre-orders. There you go. So this is this is the uh, how uh, uh, you know if your name is Elon Musk, you know people buy anything you sell. They will, yeah. Uh, They'll just naturally uh, assume that it will be better and that um, cheaper, faster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. They'll just um, assume. All of these things, correct. I have been on a call recently with uh, someone who is on that trial and um, he, he was uh, speaking about he, he, you get an app that can actually see the satellites um, that are above you. But mm. what did happen, even though the, the latency certainly seemed the you know, connection was very, very good, um, when satellites did drift past, he would cut out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay but then come back so you know but clearly there's a a certain reliance on uh always having a satellite uh <laughs> connection yeah at i all think times. i think but, you're right uh, I, i'm not entirely um these are not geostationary satellites these are moving satellites that's right mm. so clearly you need quite a lot of those so at any mm. point in time yep you, you have constant thing i think the he's got what, six thousand of them up there already or something <laughs> It, when you were talking about Blue Origin, it, it, uh -huh. it just made me think, are we going to have like, you know, millions of these satellites by competing companies? It's just going to be this massive thick layer of space junk and they're all just going to start uh, yeah, hitting into each of, other. And <laughs> uh, There'll be some, uh, I mean, that's one way of cooling the planet down, you know, sh shut the sun out. I'll do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just posting our satellites. I think space is big enough. So and yeah. I remember also that these are not uh, space stations. These are satellites. These are very small, uh, very, very small devices that they're not supposed to last for very long either. They're supposed to mm. uh, uh, finish their, their lifetime within years and, and then get replaced. So, um, mm. uh, but uh, this is it. This is where we're at. Mask versus business. There you go. Interesting. Um, where should I start then? Well, let's start. Keep we'll, we'll stick with the um, the big guns, shall we? Um, Google I.O., uh, the big Google conference got um, a few weeks back now. One article that caught my eye was the strengthening of the integration between Shopify and Google. So what they've partnered together on is working on an integration that allows for Shopify merchants to um, have really tight integration across the Google estate. So search maps, mm -hmm. images, lens, YouTube. And so what happens or what it is hoping to do, merchants will become more discoverable in the Google ecosystem. But then um, what it will allow is Shop Pay, that really cool Shopify payment feature that you know gives you that one click checkout remembers all your details across the shopify ecosystem mm. well that will be available on google 
shopping checkout flow. Um, so a very seamless experience, I think, across the Google and Shopify ecosystems. Um, I've got a bit of an ecosystem theme, it just occurred to me, but uh, that was one that I, I thought was uh, thought was interesting. Mm. Uh, look, I, I certainly, uh, I must say that single Shopify payment. Shop pay, yeah. Uh, is probably what gets us close to the single button touch uh, Amazon payment. This is as, mm. yeah. as competitive as it, as it got to as it got to that i think uh, and i think the amazing thing the thing that gets you is you don't even know that you're in a shopify you're still in the shopify no. ecosystem right you're on Correct. some other retailer yeah. site you know you're on i don't know barbecue i'm gonna probably get it wrong but you're on um i don't know athlete's foot i think it might have been and and then you go somewhere else and you know would you like to use your shop shop pay details store my delivery address store my van one click you know, um, I'm done. And uh, that is just so, so customer-centric and, um, um, you know, highly, it's, it's brilliant, I think. Mm. No, no, I think, I think you're right. Uh, it, 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 is, it is very well done. And uh, it is something, like I said, that it's the first thing that has come, is coming close to um, resolving that, single touch hmm. uh, purchase yeah uh, buy it buy it now Amazon. whatever it is buy it now whatever yeah. it is buy it one now, click it yeah is, one, one click yeah. that that mm. single click uh, thing where amazon, yeah. amazon has the amazon has the copyright uh, has yeah. the patent yeah. has the patent over that um so very good uh you talk about ecosystems al could you talk about rivalries today so we, we spoke a lot about uh, in in this program uh, yeah, especially now that we're back in lockdown, you know, about the people who deliver our groceries. Uh, because one, you probably, uh, uh, you know, don't want to go out to, uh, in, in some occasions, you're, you're not able to, you're unable, not able to do that. And uh, for a while, I was wondering uh, who is going to, you know, who, who is going to, dominate this market. Uh, on, the one, on the one hand, uh, there's a bunch of retailers that are spending a lot of money on um, creating efficiencies and, and sort mm. of trying to uh, make, a, make it a, a better sort of experience for the customer, but also something that is sustainable from a financial point of view. Mm. And on the other side, there are people who deliver things to you very, very quickly. And we talked a lot about Instacart and so on. Yeah, uh, I think that's now done. I think you know if you can have it in a short period of time, why would you wait two days? So yeah, I think, I think that's just, I think that's just done. I think, I think it's yeah. the, the debate is over. Mm. Uh, you know, a, a, anything that takes longer than uh, mm. two hours, I would say, mm. is uh, is now going to be is I in my head is considered outdated. So. Mm. Uh, in, in that spirit, uh, we had an announcement this week that Instacart is going global. So yep. in, a in a store near you, and they're not too distant future. Uh, mm. Until now, they to engage in a global 
expansion, but they have now announced mm -hmm. uh, they've appointed somebody specifically for uh, Nicholas Srinivasan, specifically for that. Mm. And like I said, I'm looking forward to them arriving uh, at some point on, on our shores. Now, mm. having said that, I'll have a little quiz for you. Like I always do. What would be the fastest possible available uh, delivery? Uh, that's From groceries. Groceries. groceries commercial are currently groceries. available today. Currently available today, today. Uh, along the world. Currently available today. Mm. The fastest. What will be the fastest commercially oh, I available? I think I know the answer because I think I read the same article. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, is it thirty minutes, Tim? Ah, yeah. You've no. read the same article because uh, Instacart launches thirty-minute delivery for groceries. Thirty-minute delivery. Yep. 30-minute delivery in Chicago, Los Angeles, Miami, San Diego, etc. And you thought that is the fastest. I'm afraid, my good friend. No. It is not uh. the fastest. 10-minute <laughs> grocery delivery what? is landing in the U.S. by the German-based startup called Gorillas. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. So, uh, 10 minutes. It will be available in Brooklyn and parts of New York in the not too distant future. It's already available in Europe. Yeah. It's called ultra fast delivery. Yeah. And it's running across a number of European cities. 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I said before, I think this is done. I think the, yeah. you know, the, I think game over now. Well, ten, um, <laughs> that's, that's insane, but it can't get to your house in 10 minutes. I assume that's to pack. And then, uh, well, I guess you have to be within range, <laughs> a radius that allows you to actually get the last mile <laughs> delivered in. <laughs> if you give yourself two minutes to uh, pick, two minutes to pick the groceries. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you know, you can imagine it's not, it's not beyond the, the ever possibility. You you have somebody who's sitting outside the store. Yeah, uh, clearly, you know, you you, you can't buy 650 items you know but <laughs> if you wanted three things you know if you just wanted milk or yeah you know, two, two or three yeah. other things yeah 10 minutes that's that's the fastest where we're at and i think you know while i would like you i think this kind of idea of the what gorillas are offering as a 10 minute delivery is a little bit <laughs> a little bit stressed and I, i'm not really quite sure that you know mm. in uh, large metropolitan areas with single house dwellings like australian cities are that this will work very well, but I can tell you, mm. in in a in an office uh, in a building tower with some convenient stores around the corner, and I don't see why it won't happen. So this is where we are. From two hours, we're down <laughs> to ten minutes. Gorillas are coming, that and we're down insane. to ten minutes. It is yeah. crazy, man. I yeah, think yeah. it's crazy. I think it's crazy. Brilliant. All right. Um, Let's stay on ecosystems then. Uh, I read about a, have you heard of Little Birdie? Little Birdie. Um, just, so there are, there are new um, e-commerce pure play startup in Australia um, mm -hmm. launched by the catch founders or the original catch founders, Gabby and oh, I forget the other chap's name. Um, the brothers, Greg Gabby, and I'm mm -hmm. going to try and Lebanese. say their last name. And um, so they sold catch to West Farmers um, not too long ago, I think 
and now they've they've started this startup, Little Birdie. Um, now, Little Birdie is not launched yet, um, but it's a um, it's it says it's really an aggregator, so it kind of um, provides a portal to every other e-commerce site, so including Amazon, and then. Amazon would pay a referral link, and so you do your checkout and purchase on the um, on the source e-commerce site, if you like. Now yeah. that that's interesting in itself because you know Gabby and um, the Catch brothers have a pretty good success rate in starting these businesses. Um, but Commonwealth Bank has invested thirty million dollars in Little Birdie for a twenty three percent stake, and so there, I think the interesting thing about why would CBA buy an e-com retailer and what CBA are going to do is integrate selected shopping content from Little Birdie into the ComBank app and then Little Birdie will be given access to the bank's 11 million customers. Um, so wow. you've kind of got an interesting thing happening here where the banks are getting into retail um, by virtue of wanting to understand the customer data. Uh, and, and so the CBA, and CBA also um, took a stake in Klarna, the buy now, pay later mm, platform. Yeah. Um, so very interesting. And now in the other side, you've got NAB that's invested in Slip, which is a digital receipts platform. And so this kind of merging of trying to get access to the customer data for retailers are for the banks to probably, you know, to create new products and services and integrate the two worlds. I think it's, um, we're going to see more of this expansion. Um, so uh, watch out for Little Birdie. Uh, I was signed up. I think it's going to launch in June and um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays with all the other um online retailers in Australia. Yeah, you keep, it's interesting. That is a very interesting move indeed. And we'll have to to see how the regulator will will review and perceive that. Um, Because if you all of a sudden, uh, you know, banks are are now uh, Entering uh, the retail market, I think there will be objections to that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, they'll need to get a, a large enough percentage for it to be a yeah a, twenty a, a problem thirty million for a twenty three percent stake, but that you know values it already at and hasn't even launched yet. So the whole thing, <laughs> what does that value it at? Um, you know, hundred odd million. It's like it hasn't even mm. launched. It does. <laughs> It does. It does. Oh, good luck to you. Good luck to the new venture. Hmm. But, uh, I'll be, uh, we'll certainly be monitoring to monitoring you very closely. Hmm. Uh, very good. I'll uh, change a little bit. Uh, something else that caught my eye, and uh, it's a reasonably, reasonably new story. Uh, we, we like sports and we like tech in sports. Uh, quite a lot. This one um, comes from uh, uh, the uh, world's, uh, I guess, uh, uh, if not biggest race, the, the world's kind of more uh, uh, 
more well-known, perhaps, mm. sailing race, uh, the America's Cup, and a story that uh, McKinsey put out about how they used uh, robots to perform multiple simulations of those amazing sailing boats that these days fly across the water. I don't know if you've seen any of this footage of the America's Cup and the type of boats they have. They, they don't, you know, like the boat's hard, doesn't touch the, the water. Yeah. They, they all fly over the water on, on this hydrofoil type of contraptions. What's interesting here is that um, McKinsey reports they used AI to perform autonomous simulations mm. of the boat in various settings mm. to fine tune what in the past would have taken an enormous amount of sailor hours uh, in actually uh, using the simulators. Right. Okay. Uh, they, so the way this used to work, there will be a simulator, but the simulator didn't really, you know, the simulator only mechanically controlled the boat. Mm. The behavior of the boat and, and the results were assessed by humans. The sailors themselves that would look at the simulator and then decide on, mm. you know, what things they should, they should do to the boat and how to configure it. Um, now all of that is done by robots. Mm. Of course, once you get robots to do that, then you get millions and millions of repetitions without having to do much work on yeah. the cloud. McKinsey attributes the, uh, and that technology was only available to the New Zealand team. Right. Uh, the Emirates uh, New Zealand team. So they attribute the win of the New Zealanders at the latest, at the last America's Cup mm. to their ability to, to use robotic AI <laughs> to fine tune the boat. Wow. Does that, um, so I guess they would have had to simulate different conditions, different this waters, is, different winds, right. different. That's right. Yeah. This wow. Is, this is, this is where the, the automation comes in. Mm. Yeah. They don't, you know, they don't have to have people there. Mm. They, um, now obviously, you know, there's still a, an element of, of post assessment, but even if you can narrow down from, you know, a million different scenarios and parameters to mm. 100 and then apply human intelligence on top of that. That's still uh, far more comprehensive than whatever any human will, will be able to do. Uh, it won't be too long before these things just sell themselves, I suppose. Uh, well, that's what I had when you started to, you said robots. I had in mm. my head um, robots actually like on the boats. <laughs> uh, look, I mean, uh, it, to, 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 a large, to a large degree, these already exist yeah. in some form or another. You know, those large boats that circumnavigate the earth, mm -hmm. their navigation is, by, is automated, uh, you know, especially the ones that have one or two crew. Yep. Already, uh, that, is already, uh, that is already automated to a large degree anyway. But, well, that will be the next thing. Uh, um, how long do you reckon, Monkey? Even even if you think of you know autonomous plane, passenger planes, right? Like with yeah, yeah, yeah. robot, robot crews and robot. Ah, <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot, a lot of this has been around for a while, right? I mean, you know, yeah. things can can take off and land mm. uh, without pilots. I mean, that's just yeah. not, you know, um, that that has been the case for quite a number of 
years now, decades, in fact, in some, in some for some circumstances. But what we're talking about here, we're talking about high performance. We're not talking just simple navigation from A to B. Mm. We're talking winning a race. Yeah. Uh, yeah. High, high performance under a whole variety of conditions. Um, I don't think it's very far now. Yeah, wow. Um, I mean, we're talking about cars next. Mm. I, don't, I don't think... We can actually think, get it. If we actually can travel anywhere by, you know, um, get out of our houses, then uh, maybe there'd be more innovation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... I, I think I think you've been narrow-minded here. Lockdown, <laughs> lock, lock, lockdown's pretty good. You don't need to go anywhere from your house. Um, mm. All these robots will do the stuff for you. That's it. Yep. They'll do the 10-minute deliveries as well. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, the next one I had was, um, have you heard of Shein? Shein? No. No. It's interesting. I hadn't either. The, 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 I came across an article, um, Shein, the TikTok of e-commerce. Um, and the Shein is the fastest growing e-commerce company in the world. It did around $10 billion in revenue in 2020. Um, company is based in China, but doesn't sell in China. It sells in every other major market, except for India, where it was banned, because <laughs> everything in China is banned in India. But anyway, um, and it is huge on Instagram and, and TikTok. And the reason why is prices, basically fast fashion, um, Tops for seven bucks, dresses twelve bucks, jeans seventeen dollars, coats twenty eight dollars. Um, it makes Amazon and everyone else look really, really expensive. Um, it's got a huge following in, you know, the influencer market, if you like. You know, Katy Perry and all these sort of, um, uh, you know, celebrities. Shein's website ranks number one in the world for web traffic in fashion and apparel. Um, putting them ahead of Nike, Zara, Macy's, Lululemon, and Adidas. Um, and a recent report claimed Shein was the most talked about brand on TikTok in 2020, yet no one's heard of it. I, I feel that is fascinating. Like this, this that is monster. A, that is extraordinary. This monster that is, is dominant and... No one's heard of it. They don't do traditional marketing. They're very um, focused TikTok, Insta, um, and it's run by a guy, Amancio Ortega, the 10th richest person in the world, worth $86.9 billion. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, she. And so um, I'll put the link up on the, uh, on the site. And uh, it's come out of China, but doesn't service the China market, which I think is even interesting in itself. Um, and so, yeah. So there Amancio you go. Ortega is the founder of Zara, right? Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so it's okay. number 11 in the um, annual index of China global brands. So these are brands like, you know, Hisense, Alibaba, ByteDance, Huawei, Huawei, whatever you say, Tencent. Um, so there you go. Uh, Shein. I learned wow. something. 
Mm. It's oh, a really is, interesting, is, really interesting long story, article um, that I put on the site. It is really long analysis about about it and talks about the history. Talk about you know the um, uh, you know what it's all about, and um, so I'll put that up there. I think it's it's a really interesting um, read, and uh, yeah, this you, you don't even hear about these things, and there they are. So there you go, oh. cheered. Right, I'm looking forward to uh, delving right into it tonight. Uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. Is uh, that is quite uh, extraordinary? Very good. Uh, I'll, um, we'll, um, we talked a little bit about uh, at the beginning of the program how um, Melbourne, Australia is in lockdown 4.0. Uh, has there ever been any like 11.1? I mean, like that sounds like software, <laughs> software releases now, not transformation. Yeah, releases, anyway. <laughs> Um, look, you know, from, from the disaster that uh, the United States of America was about uh, maybe even a year ago mm. in terms of COVID and how that actually devastated millions and millions of people over there, right around the world, but especially then, uh, you know, they are now uh, uh, under the new administration. I don't know whether they're to blame or, or they're to, to be congratulated for, but uh, you know, uh, vaccinations in the United States of America have now reached fifty uh, percent of uh, mm. impressive, uh, yeah, um, plus uh, mm. of, of the population, which is very impressive, especially when you compare it to the Australian mm. outstanding result of uh, less than one percent. I think we are a hundred and first. We're ranked a hundred and first. A percentage of population that's uh, excellent um yeah uh, first behind yeah, kazakhstan well, well behind yeah, bahrain yeah. behind yeah lots, lots well of, lots well, of. well done everyone. yeah that's that's correct uh the what 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 is and, and while uh, we're still bickering around here as to whether the doctors and pharmacists as whether pharmacists can uh, actually administer vaccines or not you know that sort of very peculiar australian only kind of debate uh, big US chain Kroger, actually world global uh, uh, grocery chain uh, Kroger, they've announced a five million giveaway program uh, for their customers uh, that get vaccinated. So they will randomly select people mm. uh, who they uh, who they receive the vaccine through their uh, pharmacies, through what they call Kroger Health, through their own pharmacies chains, and then they'll, uh, they'll award um, groceries for a year, the usual stuff. Um, it's just brilliant, isn't it? Isn't it great? I mean, I, and, and that's, so mine, mine's, I had one very similar about the COVID lotteries, um, just to mm. build on, on yours. The, mm. So Ohio had a low vaccination. Um, they then had put a million dollars, U.S., 1 million, so 1.29 mm. Australian, um, and plus a whole bunch of full college scholarships for teenagers. Mm. Um, 2.7 million adults signed up for the <laughs> lottery. And you, you have there to you be go. vaccinated to sign up. But it, isn't that just brilliant? I just think that it's just... And then you're, uh, I, I think uh, Kroger's <laughs> even better because that's even private better, enterprise. That's is, private exactly. enterprise supporting... Exactly. And where are we? You know, that's what Coles should do. 
Well, I am sure they would have done it if there was the capability of delivering that. But here we're still arguing. <laughs> yeah, as to whether, of course. Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah. this is the whole point, right? I mean, we're still, here we're still arguing as to whether pharmacists can deliver the vaccine. Here we're still arguing. So yeah. you do understand not every practice in the country yeah. delivers vaccines. Yeah. GP, general practitioners have to... I did a calculation today. We, we, we sort of, I, 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 read, I read this... Uh, uh, articles on social media, business social media and others about uh, triumphant, dithyrambic, uh, exalted uh, numbers of 20,000 people got vaccinated yesterday in Victoria. Mm. 20,000 people. 20,000. Uh, Brilliant. And then, and then I did a, a calculation. You know, even if we do that every day, yeah. it's still 100 days for 2 million. Yeah. It's still, 200, it's still 200 days for 4 million, which is less than the population of Victoria. So it's still a year before people get their first vaccine. So to be clear, because uh, down under, we're not allowed to have any of the other ones. Mm. So, 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 so let's be very clear here. Like everybody celebrates. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it me and maths or, or am I missing something here? <laughs> no, you're not. You no, know, even the... if you do 20,000 a day for 10 yeah. days, that's only 200,000. Crazy. For 100 days, yeah. that is 2 million. For 200 yeah. days, that's 4 million. So you still need a year, 300 days more or less, to do just the population of Victoria at that rate, which See, is... America's so been... far ahead, aren't they? Exactly. I mean, exactly. They're, they're going the other way, trying to get... Um, and so uh, and the latest is California, and they've got a total of 116 million in prize money and giveaways. There you go. Um, and so they've got 63% of 34 million eligible have already gotten shots. Um, and so they're trying to get another 12 million over the line. And yeah, so the, they've got um, uh, absolutely. 2 million people. The next 2 million people that get vaccinated get $50 gift cards. Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, the, this, the situation here in, uh, in Australia is uh, nothing less than disgraceful. Here's another one for you. And uh, since we got a little bit into that. I picked up last week. In New Zealand, their close neighbor, their bubble neighbor, uh, uh, New Zealand announced that everyone, apart from the fact they got Pfizer for everyone, including yeah. the Pacific Islanders, and that's going to be available in a couple of weeks. Apart from all of that, they actually announced mm. that they will vaccinate every, anyone in country, yeah. anyone in the country. Australia requires a Medicare card. That means that if you're in Australia without a Medicare card, mm. for whatever reason, got stuck here or you, you're not here on a, the most legal of terms or whatever it is, you yeah. don't get the vaccine. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. It's, it's know, just got, ridiculous. It, it, you, we're in the middle you, of a pandemic <laughs> and all we care about is who's going to clip the ticket for the vaccine. That's all yeah. we care about. It is yeah, disgraceful. Just, I, I, I'm really sorry. Yeah. No, it, it's crazy. Um, Madness. Madness. Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 kind of um, get off that depressing subject, shall we? Um, what's next? Oh, well. So, COVID lotteries. <laughs> what are we COVID up to? Lotteries. Are we actually? Are we done? One, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven. Now we got one each more. There's always room for more. <laughs> um, what have I got? Well, you stole my Instacart thirty minute minute one. Um, oh, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Gorilla. Yeah. The German gorilla. gorilla. That's right. Um, all right. I'll, I'll just do um, a last one about uh, Shopify 
payments. So I love, you know, I follow, I, I keep tracks on Shopify. I think it's a really interesting business. And um, so Shopify payments and hardware are now available for retail businesses in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what that will be is, so you get a fully, a, a new card reader. So that it's a WisePad 3. And so they'll be able to accept all major payment methods uh, seamlessly integrated to Shopify Piles. So you don't have this kind of separate, you know, pin pad mm. to your Piles. Shopify giving you can go and buy a WisePad and tightly integrated to your Piles, um, accepts all major credit cards, Apple Wallet, Google Pay, Tap and Chip, um, you know, fully mobile Piles. It's, you know, can just sit on the, on the counter um, and uh, yeah, so I, I think that's really, really nice. You know, you've got um, you know the reduction of errors at checkout. You've got your piles and your pin pad synced. Um, uh, yeah, so again, um, I think you know the Shopify merchants. It'll be a really strong value proposition for them. Uh, yeah, it just works. I continue mm. to be uh, very um, pleasantly surprised mm. with uh, how well. Uh, the Shopify ecosystem develops and uh, you know um, keeps keeps uh, kind of making things simpler. And, and not, it's a one-stop shop. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, right. It's like make, it think, make things simpler. You know, it does returns um, one set. You know, you got one one sort of organization you're working with, and they've got hundreds of thousands of developers that are continually innovating the product. Yeah. Um, that's right. You know, that's the big bit that I'm looking at strategically. It's like, well, how are you going to compete with that if you're going to either roll your own pods or you're going to look at something else? Um, it, it may not quite be as functional as some of the others at the moment, but it won't be long. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, for the medium, for the small to medium market, it will become a, a one-way, uh, one-way traffic to, to Shopify, I suspect. Uh, because the ecosystem will just be too big to ignore, mm. yeah. Uh, especially of all the automations and the simplicity that comes with it, is only available in 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 that kind of uh, you know unified ecosystem. So, mm. Uh, mm. Um, last one for me, uh, just good news. Says so good news story <laughs> out of COVID. That's what we good want. Good news, good news story out of COVID. Mm. <laughs> the Digital Transformation Agency. This is the Australian Federal Digital Transformation. Oh Agency. God. Announced that they've cut 40,000 a month from the hosting costs for the CodeSafe app. Hey, there you go. It is now down to 60,000 a month. That's what it cost the Australian consumer (laughs) for the app that never worked. Why are we even, why is it even a thing now? Do we? Do we still? Is it still a thing? Do people still have it on their phones? Or clearly, well, we, you and you and I are still paying for it. Uh, it, it is now less than a hundred thousand. They saved off forty thousand uh, from the cloud hosting costs. And let's be clear here, right? This is not total. This is just the cloud hosting cost. You can imagine there's a whole team of devs. On yeah, you know, uh, agile delivery with sprints. <laughs> you know, you, you can you can imagine, right? This is not total cost of ownership for the app. This is just a cloud yeah. hosting cost. That's right. 
be there's a whole agency the digital transformation agency. that's probably they'll be hiring that. mckinsey software developers at six grand a day um <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. Money, money well spent, I say. <laughs> so that's, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm closing on good news. We uh, well done, 40, Dave. Which says it does it a month. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, on that note, um, thanks uh, for listening. Uh, we are always um, appreciative of you tuning in, and uh, um, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. Take care, everyone.